0: I mean, this is Bible, not pastor-like. Is that the only reason why you're why you're going to get wealth is to establish covenant? Establish covenant means that I have or I have an agreement that I will make you wealthy. My word concerning you is that I will prosper you. Am I talking to somebody this Sunday morning? So, God's agreement with you is is covenant with you, and, and you're going to say, Pastor. Uh, is in God's word. We will see it throughout today. We will look at if, if you don't see it in God's word, leave it at the door and go home. But if it's God's word, I want to please beg you, believe it in the name of Jesus and act on it. Act on it. So he says clearly, Jeremy 8:18, that the reason why he bless the platform upon which you get wealth is so that he will establish covenant. Somebody say he will establish covenant. You want to lift up your right hand and say, Father, establish covenant. Especially the covenant of wealth in my life. Say in Jesus' name. Now say amen. Now having said that, what that means is this. God doesn't bless you materially, financially because you're a lawyer. God doesn't bless you materially, financially because you're a medical doctor. God doesn't bless you materially or financially because you have a very good job in a bank. will bless you through that work. But even if that's not where you're working, he will still bless you. Meaning that if it's pure water you're selling, especially if he led you to sell pure water, you will become a multi-billionaire by that pure water business. Because it's covenant that he uses, not what you're doing. Because if it's what you're doing, it means that there's a move in the kingdom that will never make it. So it is like you're going to see certain people today, It's it's, it's irrespective of what they were doing. It was just covenant that was speaking. So if you're here today, you're in real estate, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, uh, you're a banker, know that it's by the basis of covenant that God will bless you. But hear me, God can also choose to bless you where you work. But it's not because of where you work. Even if you're not working there, covenant will still speak. So we're going to look at a number of people, interested in elder form, You began to already preach my message. I mean, the first person we're going to look at is, is for me, is the number one prototype kingdom person. And you know, the Bible says in Azar, it, 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 says, it, says, it says, look to the hole, to the quarry from where you were dug. Look to the, to the pit where you were dug from, or the quarry where, the stone where you were cut from, and the pit where you were dug from. It says, look to Abraham. And to Sarah. He said they are our fathers. He said he called them alone and blessed them. So by Galatians 3 13 our connection to Abraham is through Jesus. That means that anything we see in the life of Abraham is our portion in the name of Jesus. But by, by Jesus we are connected to Abraham. He is the stone from which we were, we were cut from. He's the hole from which we were dug. So he's a prototype person and we see In in Genesis 12, 1 to 3, like uh, our brother, uh, Elder began to shout. Very powerful, very powerful. But we'll look at it from a a, a different way, okay? Uh, So, Genesis 1 to 3, uh, 12, 1 to 3, 12, 1 to 3. Uh, Now, the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land I will show you. Now, this can be any of us now. So, put yourself there, put your family there, okay? To a land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. Somebody say amen. And then he said, I will bless you. I will bless you. And make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I curse him who curses you. And in you, Abraham, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, that is the sevenfold blessing of Abraham. Now, we don't have time to dig to break. The, the most important thing we can see there is that God said, This is divine imperative. Through his word, he said, Abraham, I will bless you. I will bless you. What does it mean? What is this word blessing? I mean, we use it all the time in church. What, does, what, what was in God's heart when he said to a man, I will bless you? When, when God said he has blessed a man, when God has said he has blessed you, what does he mean? What does he mean? What does it mean to be blessed okay i'm going to just give you uh just very briefly uh what it means to be blessed to, to be blessed means to enjoy and experience the special favor of god to be blessed means to experience the special favor of god to be blessed means to receive benefits from god to be blessed means to be empowered by god to succeed is anybody blessed in this place Am I talking to a blessed people? If that is you, come on, shout hallelujah. If you believe that that you are a blessed man, your family is blessed, your children are blessed, GeoG, come on, lift up your voice uh, and shout hallelujah. Listen to me, church. It doesn't matter who has said that they have blessed you. If God has not blessed you, you're not blessed. But if God has blessed you, it doesn't matter who has not blessed you. Oh, if you want to stand up, stand up. I said, it doesn't matter who has not blessed you, Kevin. You know, I listened to a song early this morning. And the singer said, he said, it doesn't matter who doesn't like you. He said, as long as God loves you. You know, some of you are looking for people to love you. You don't know who has loved you first. Come on, somebody shout, hallelujah. You see, all of us here may not like you. But I've come to announce, you. I came all the way from my house and say, if God loves you, it doesn't matter who doesn't like you. Because when God wants to bless you, he will not consult any of us. He will not ask for my permission. He will not ask for Pastor James' permission. Not Pastor Wale, a man that God has blessed. And that was why a day they brought a sorcerer to curse his people. Every time you open his mouth to place a cause on the people of God, something will hold his mouth. God said, shut up your mouth. For he that have blessed, no man can cause anyone that are blessed. Is there anybody here? Has God blessed you? Don't be afraid of what people are saying. Because God will bless you irrespective of them one of the meanings of, of blessing is God's approver to help you it means if God has written approved yes they have approver it means that you're blessed somebody shout I'm blessed anybody who is blessed like Abraham was automatically lives a blessed life Not only is the person a blessed man, he lives what? A blessed life. If you're here this Sunday morning, I want you to say, not only am I blessed. Now listen to me, God is not a liar. Say, lift, nah, lift up your right hand, say, say, I live a blessed life. I live, beginning from this Sunday, say, I live a blessed life. Can you picture what it means to live a blessed life? It means that wherever you go, you're blessed. Wherever you enter, you're blessed. Whatever you put your hand to do is blessed. You're blessed in the city. And when you come back into Abuja, you're blessed. In Masaka, you're blessed. In Kefi, you're blessed. In Makodi. you're blessed. In Benin, you're blessed. When you come back to Abuja, yes, you're blessed. You're blessed in the office. When you go home, you your family. Blessed because it's a blessed life is a blessed life. And a blessed man is blessed in the work of his hands. And so we're going to quickly look at at, at three people to confirm what I'm saying, all of them in the Old Testament. Then quickly, as God helps us, we quickly look at the New Testament, then we go home. Praise the Lord. Once again, say I'm blessed. Now, now we already heard that that Abraham uh, was blessed by God. The first encounter God wrote, he said I will bless you and God indeed blessed him and we're going to see that now we're going to see that now in Genesis 14 18 to 23 I'm going to just so quickly run through it then, then Melchizedek a king of Salem please go home and read the entire chapter okay then the Melchizedek king of Salem brought out bread and wine he was the priest of God most High, and he blessed him meaning blessed Abraham and said blessed can you hear that again Blessed be Abraham of God. Blessed be Abraham of God, Mostai, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God, Mostai, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. Abraham gave Melchizedek a tithe of all, of all that God, had blessed him with you. Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, give me the presents and take the goods for yourself. They had just plunder they went to war and they brought back a lot of loot okay so the king said the king of Sodom said give me the persons and take the goods for yourself but Abraham said to the king of Sodom I've raised my hand to the Lord God most high the possessor of heaven and earth you see Abraham he has put God front and center Abraham doesn't have a life without God Abraham doesn't have any relationship without God as as massive as he had become as prosperous I wish we had the time Abraham was fighting nations that's how God had blessed him. He had an he had a personal army. But no matter how big he became, he still was under God. And he was described as Abraham of God. No matter how much God has blessed you, if you remove God from that equation, you're in trouble, oh. He was still, he's not ashamed to say Abraham of God. Because you put God front and center. But you're going to see what he says next. So, Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I've raised my hand to the Lord, God Most High, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap, and I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich. Oh, I wish I had one hour. In just that simple sentence, Abraham is saying, No man has made me rich. And no man has the capacity as a kingdom man to make me rich. My wealth, my blessing is from God. Every child of God that must be your testimony. That means that as long as much as you begin to move into areas where it's no longer God that is blessing you, run. Because the good news is that not only is it the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and adds no sorrow. nobody can say, I made him. Nobody can say, I made her. Now God may use them to bless you, but the way God will do it, they cannot take the credit. I want to say, nobody will take the credit for my blessing. Come on, some, somebody say, hallelujah. The moment you begin to get to a position where somebody keeps saying that the ones who are doing something for you, something is wrong. So, so God, Abraham said, it's God that blessed me. And that's why, and that's for another day, that's why I said, I bring a tithe of all to the one who blessed me. The only reason you could give is tithe. The reason why many of you struggle with tithe is that you don't believe that it's God that has blessed you. You think it's the work of your hands, your smartness. So you don't, God, or you don't owe God. But I want to warn you, do not put trust in uncertain riches. I, I want to beg you, word of God, never put your trust in What? The Bible says never put your trust in uncertainty. Why? Because it says a day will come when those riches will take wings and fly. You remember the man, Jesus himself was sharing this. The man who said, who said I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm not very wealthy. I've done well. In fact, I'm going to put up many banks. I, I will put my harvest in many bands. I, I will open new accounts in GTB, in Zenith, in Access Bank. And, and, and the Bible says, and God said to him this night, I said, fool. He said, this night, your soul will be required of you. No matter how much money you have, your life is still in God's hand. I, 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 is somebody here? Can you come? So, so, I, I heard some, some sometimes a very big person in Lagos slept on Saturday, didn't wake up. I don't want to call his name. Slept. A, a big guy, big person in MTN slept. How I many of you when you sleep? It's God at the time that determines whether you're going to wake up or not. So, so you will be a fool to say because you're now making money. You'll not leave God somewhere. Yeah. Could money wake him up now? All the billions he has in the bank, could he wake him up? I want to please beg you put God first. Put God center. He says no man will say that he made Abraham rich. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say preach, pastor. But but let's also hear a testimony from Abraham's servant when he went to get a wife for Isaac. Genesis 24, verse 35. Genesis 24, 35. Just from the mouth of Abraham's servant. So he said, this is Eliezer. He said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly. Jesus. May that be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Elder Frank, you you know what I like about this testimony? It's not Abraham that said, God has blessed me. Somebody said, He said, Look, I live with this man. It only can be God that is doing what he's doing. It only can be God. He said, God has blessed my master. What? Credit. That is Elias's. May that be our testimony in the name of Jesus. Those of you at home, may that be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Listen to what he said. And he has given him, Jesus, he has given him flocks and heads, silver and gold, male and female servants, camels and donkeys. He's listing what God has given to a man. In this day and age, I don't know how you will have described it. That's because Abraham was involved in many businesses, farming, shepherding, haulage, transportation. He said he has blessed him. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. And to show that it's God that has blessed him. In fact, if you forget anything I'm going to say today, don't forget this. Don't forget this. You see, you know what I began by saying that when God has blessed a man, it doesn't matter where the man walks, the man is blessed. Even if they put the man in research, put him, you know, in some ministries, that place, they'll say, is a dead place. The research and statistics. No budget or the lowest budget. I mean, just dirty fires, just everywhere. Director of research and investment. I mean, dead place. If God has blessed that man, even in that Nungu, he's still blessed. I say he's still blessed. You know, in Genesis 13, Abraham was with his nephew Lot, you know, and the Bible records that God blessed them so much, but the foolish Lot, his nephew, didn't know that it's because of Abraham that he had been blessed. Ayah. When you stay around a blessed person, you are blessed in the name of Jesus. It, it, it was collateral blessing that came upon but he didn't know that it's because he it was close to a blessed man. So he said the land could not support them, they, they, they were so rich. so. Abraham said to Lot, he said, Lot, I mean, this is his, small, small, his brother's son. He said, this land cannot contain us. So choose, anyone you choose, I'll take. And the foolish boy, actually, <laughs> listen, it's not everything somebody says, choose that, you should choose, though. You should say, Uncle, no, 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 no. But it's the people of this generation. Eh? You won't make her choose, Abi? The Bible said he, he, <laughs> he looked down and chose the best of the land. Oh, I wish I had one more hour. Listen to me, Church. To show he left Abraham with nothing, but to show that it's not where you are that blesses you, it is you that is blessed. So, as he left, God says, "My son, lift up your head, for as far as your eyes can see, oh Magalebro Kesaya, because a blessed man, if you put him in a bucket, he will still be blessed. You shut him up in a bottle." he will still be blessed. You hide him behind somewhere, he will still be blessed. That's why don't worry about what people do to you. If only you know that you're a blessed person. Anywhere you are, you are blessed. Anything they do to you, you are blessed. When you hide inside the bush, they will bless you. Shout hallelujah. Many years ago, they thought that it was because of the visibility I had that God was blessing me. So they hid me somewhere. I said they hid me, hid me, hid me. But you know, when they they hid me, hid me, hid me, God raised up a man and one day he sent somebody sent someone to say please tell that pastor I want to come and see him. In my where they hid me, the man showed up, and the man was the richest person in the around, wealthiest person. All the all the money was making there was in dollars. He came into my office when he came to meet me. and I said, Sir, can I help you? He said, God sent me to you, and God said, I should say to you, All you need to do is mentor me. All you need, I said, me, sir. He said, Yes, he said, all you need to do He just show me the way of God. And as pastor, he said, Don't worry about money. And you know about me. I say, Yes, I know about you. Because the tithe he was paying $60,000, $70,000. And I can tell you for the years that God used that man to bless me, I was a Yahoo. I feel like coming down. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Let me come down. For the years that I was hitting, I was eating well. I was flying all over the place. And because where you're a blessed man, it doesn't matter where they hide you. And I've come to announce to somebody, it's not what men do to you. Not that you're blessed. Somebody shout I'm blessed. Eventually, that same Abraham, Lot had taken the best of the land. They took Lot captive. He still required Abraham. Say stupid boy to go and rescue him. Do you think you were, you were you were rich because of yourself? It was collateral blessing. Lord learned his lesson. Somebody say hallelujah. We're going to look at one more person then we close. I need to keep my promise. We're going to look at his son Isaac. You know many times, in many churches, in many places, we tend to focus a lot on generational causes. But I've come to tell you that if Child of God. What you should be looking at is generational blessing. Because your family tree has been changed. You're no longer in that family tree where your great grandfather was cursed. The day you became born again, God removed you from that family tree. Is somebody in the house of God this Sunday morning? The Bible says He has engrafted you into the commonwealth of Israel. Listen to me, if you are genuinely born again, that, that bloodline that carries a cause. It can't enter you anymore. Don't let anybody lie to you. There is yet another vine. It says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Come on now, you are—you belong to a family tree that is blessed, that is loaded. So Isaac, a son of Abraham was experiencing generational blessing. I want us to look at the scripture. Genesis 26, 1, one to 3. This is about Isaac now, his son. There was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine, you know what a famine is? Recession. I mean, lockdown. Nothing working. worry not releasing money. By the way, God's covenant plan is totally regardless of the economy. Just as I was coming into in the church. Somebody just told me that God had blessed him. God <laughs> oh, Jesus, Pastor Holy. Genesis 26, one to 3 There was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistine in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in the land. You know what it means to dwell in the land? To dwell in the land. You see, when God says dwell in the land, it means settle down. <laughs> I say, when I go to Canada. No, 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 settle down. Let me tell your neighbor, settle down, settle down, settle down. L- let your roots go down. It says in Jeremiah, it says, build houses, plant vineyards, start businesses. That's, that's what it means to dwell in the land. So say, settle down. No, don't, be, don't, don't be going to any Egypt. Settle down in the land of which I shall tell you. Thank you, Jesus. He says, do not go to Egypt. Live in the land of Christ, as I tell you, dwell in the land. And I will be with you and bless you. Did you hear that again? As long as you obey me, you stay where I say you stay, in that land. It doesn't matter that there's a drought, there's a famine in that land. I will be with you and I will what? Bless you. you mean I will empower you to succeed. I will show you special favor. He said, for to you and your descendants, here again, I give all this land. Pastor, can you imagine what that means? Can you imagine God saying, He said, don't go anywhere. You see everything you can see. I'm giving it to you. Jesus. But listen to what he says. And I will perform the oath which I swore to your father Abraham. That means the wealth. Isaac was going to experience was on the basis of covenant. God will only bless him on the basis of what? Covenant. He said I swore to your fathers that I will bless you by with wealth. So stay where you are and I will do that. And let us let us see the testimony of Isaac. Okay. 12 to 14. Isaac. I'm, I want to say Isaac 26. Laugh now. Genesis 26. Not Isaac 26. Genesis 26 12 to 14. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper. May that be somebody's person in the name of Jesus. The woman began to prosper. That family began to prosper. That business began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous that's why that's why I want to encourage you when you put God first and center, you will not start prospering and something will go wrong. Somebody here? You will not start prospering. That's why when you put God front and center, it's not that when you begin to make it now, you forget God or God becomes that boy. You come to church late. You do everything because God doesn't mean anything anymore because, but it's if you want to Prosper, continue to prosper until you become prosperous. Let your relationships. Begin. In fact, let me, be tell, let me tell you this. If God is blessing you, <laughs> Sister Grace, that's the more you, more you should serve God. The more God is blessing you, it, it should challenge you to serve Him more. It's not that like when God is blessing you, you stop coming to church or everybody becomes a small boy. But the journey is still far. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Okay, so the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possession of flocks and possession of heads and a great number of servants, just like his father. So the Philistines envied him. I want to pray that may God get you to the place of envy. It's not a bad thing for people to envy you. If nothing is happening, nobody will envy you. I said, may, may God bring you to the place of envy. It's only when truly God has blessed you that envy can come. Somebody say, does anybody envy a poor person? No. Praise God. Let's just do Jacob, so we can do New Testament next Sunday. Jacob. So we've done. Abraham, Isaac. Let's do Jacob. Jacob is the grandson of Abraham, the son of course you know of Isaac. J- Jacob. Genesis 31, 7 to 9. Okay, we're looking at people that God has blessed by covenant. Yet, your father, now this is Jacob, he's speaking to his wives. The wives were, you know, the daughters of Laban, who, of course, he worked for for he worked for Laban for 20 years. So he, he began to tell the daughters of Laban, who were his wives. He says, Yet your father has deceived me and changed Genesis 31, 7 to 8. And changed my wages ten times. Meaning he keeps messing around with my salary. He keeps messing around with the agreements we have had. Does anybody Has anybody been in a job where they just keep messing you up, up and down? God is about to do something for you in the name of Jesus. In fact, some will say he defrauded me ten times. But I say, but God, listen to me. This is Jacob talking now. Let's say, God must be the source of your wealth too. But God did not allow him to hurt me if he said thus, meaning if Laban said this, if he said thus, the speckled shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore speckled. I think it's only tabernacle of David is hearing this message. The spe- when he says, you know, he was paying him with animals. So he said, okay, the, animal, the animals that are speckled will be yours. Because, Pastor Wally, he knew that, Sister Fumi, he knew that it was difficult for the animals will give birth to speckled. Because the, all the animals were plain colored. So, animals bring forth after their kind. So, when he said, it's only the, the animals that are speckled, meaning they have multi-colors, that will be your own. In other words, he says, look at this foolish man. When these animals give birth, you'll be without poverty. But see what he said about the testimony of God. He said, when your father said, only the speckled shall be yours. <laughs> Jesus. Then all the flocks bore speckled. And if he said thus, if he changed his mind and say, okay, the strict shall be your wages. Then all the flocks bore strict. So anywhere he goes, God will still bless Jacob. So God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. Who made Jacob rich? Who will make you rich? Come on, T.O.G. shout Hallelujah. God will make you rich in the name of Jesus. We're just going to read the Bible and we close. Just just about Jacob. Now Genesis 30, 27. Now this is the same Laban now talking to Jacob. And Laban said to him, please stay. Now Jacob is about to go. He says, I'm done. I'm tired of you. I'm going. God has blessed me. I'm going. But Laban said to him, please stay. If I have found favor in your life. Can you imagine your boss begging you to stay? Can you imagine who you're working for? see see what he says and Laban said to him please stay if I find found people in your eyes for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake Jesus some translations say I have learned by divination some says I learned by revelation it's like your boss saying the only reason why this office is being blessed is because you're here so don't go don't go the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Then he said to him, Name me your wages and I will give it. You know what I'm saying This you must not own your business for God to bless you. You must not run your own business for God to bless you. Even in another man's business, God was blessing the, To the point where the man said, I know that my business is blessed because you're here. Somebody said, that's my portion in the name of Jesus. May God bless you G, because you're here. Hallelujah. I said, may God bless you G, because you're here. May God bless that place where you're walking because you are there in the name of Jesus. So finally, Genesis 32, same Jacob, verse 10. So, um, Jacob has left now. He got to a particular place and he began to pray to God. See what he said to God. He says, I'm not worthy of the least of the message, and of all the truth, Genesis 32, 10, and of all the truth which you have shown your servant? For I crossed over this Jordan with my staff, Meaning when he was going to Laban's house, the only possession he had, the only possession he had was his walking stick. He said, When I ran, when I ran across this Jordan 20 years ago, Sister you." He said I had only my walking stick, my staff. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Pastor Yama. 20 years. 2020. Something is about to happen to us in the name of Jesus. He says, when I crossed this Jordan 20 years ago. With my staff. Genesis 8 10. He says, I only crossed with my staff. But now, I have become two companies. Jesus. The truth was, even though Jacob crossed the Jordan with his staff, he didn't have any physical substance when he was running away. But don't forget that his father Isaac had blessed him. He was a blessed man. So, what? the only thing he had as he was going to Laban's place was the blessing. I've come to say to you that all you need as you go into this week is the blessing. All you need as you go into the rest of this year is the blessing. Come on, stand up this Sunday morning. All you need is to be a blessed man. (laughs) So, you may be where Jacob was then with just nothing, your, your staff. But in, if God keeps you in the next 10 years, if God keeps us in the next 20 years, you will look back and say, God truly has blessed me. Because God blesses by covenant. It's not where you work, it's not your profession, but because of covenant. I told you that I was going to pray for you. Like, you know, we're going to pray together and then we can go home. We're going to pray together. You know, God began to say to me that, thank you, Jesus. Genesis, sorry, Galatians chapter 3, Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Galatians 3, 13. Uh, thank you. Paul writing to the church in Galatia, he said, Christ has redeemed us. Christ has redeemed us. Past tense. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Haven't become a curse for us. For it is written. "Cost is everyone who hangs on a tree. Verse 14. That the blessing of Abraham. Might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. You know one of the things that God kept on dealing with me. As I prayed from yesterday into today. He kept on saying to me. There is no reason why a child of God should still be experiencing poverty. Because the biggest cause is the cause of poverty. Listen to me. The direct opposite of to be blessed is to be cursed. To be cursed means that everything you try to do does not work. To be cursed means that that nothing works. In fact, it looks like everything is against you. Nothing is prospering. Nothing is working. But he said to us that we are being redeemed from it. So when Christ went to the cross 2,000 years ago, if you're a child of God here, he became a cause so that no cause can prosper in your life. So that the blessing of this Abraham will come upon you. I want, it, I want us to lift up our voice this Sunday morning and say, I am not cursed. Say, I am not caused. I am blessed because of Galatians 3.13. Oh, oh, I feel the anointing right now. I want you to open your mouth. Any that is not working in your life, any area that is not working, where it looks that you're not experiencing the blessing, it doesn't look like you have the blessed life. It looks like God has become a liar. I want you to open your mouth and say, Lord, by covenant, by your word in Galatians 3.13, you says that uh, I will receive the blessing of Abraham by faith. And therefore, Father, in the name of Jesus, I am We are blessed, my Father. By redemption, we are blessed. By redemption, we are blessed. This church is blessed by redemption. We are empowered to succeed in life. We live the blessed life. We have access to the blessed life. We have the special favors of God. We have the special favors of God. We are connected to the generational blessing that is in Abraham through Jesus Christ. That the same way Abraham was blessed I declare this Sunday that this house is blessed. This church is blessed. Every child of God who came into the house of God this Sunday everyone who is watching online that is born again Legabo Nigaba la cabeza caboria, Maya, 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 Eremose cabaza, Eremama mamos, Magabose kabaza. We have been redeemed from the cause of the law. We have been redeemed from the cause of the law. to me. Many of us are familiar with Deuteronomy chapter 28. You know from verse 1 to 14. it began to say to them from verse 2. He says, this blessing shall come upon you and overtake you. He said, you shall be blessed in the city. shall be blessed in the country. He says, and all these blessings, go back to 2. All these blessings, go back to verse 2 shall I come upon you and overtake you. 28 2, because you obey the voice. We'll go to verse 3. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Verse 4. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds. This is God that's speaking. The increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Go to verse 5. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Go to verse 6. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be goes on to verse 14 all of them are blessings now this is covenant why am i comparing what the costs when you go to verse 15 it began to say that these are the curses, and the curses are actually very bad but the good news is that every child of god who is born again you don't have any business with the curses. you are a blessed man you are a blessed woman so you're going to lift up your hands and in the next two, three minutes you're going to say, Father Lord, by your word in Galatians 3.13 I have been redeemed from the curse of the law. That means everything that is making me fail. Everything that is not making me prosper. Everything that is not giving me the abundant life. Father, in the name of Jesus, it is broken in the name of Jesus. I, I am connected to the blessings of Abraham. True faith." Through faith, I am blessed in the city of Abuja. By faith, I am redeemed from the curse of poverty. By faith, I am blessed in my going out. By faith, I live the blessed life. I live the abundant life. The work of my hands are blessed. I am highly favored. I'm highly favored. I received the special benefits of God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, everyone we saved in this place and born again, Father, I bring us under Galatians three thirteen, That by, by our faith in Jesus, everyone here is connected to Abraham. And you said, look to Abraham and to Sarah who bore you. Look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the pit from which you were dug. As if I called him alone and I blessed him and I increased him. he is our prototype person. And Father Lord, our beginning may be small, but your word said that our latter end shall be greatly increased. Therefore, Father, this Sunday morning, we begin that process of our greatness like you did with Isaac you began to prosper him. You continue to prosper him until he became very prosperous. I pray that everyone who is under the influence of my voice and if you sent me this morning, poverty dies today in the name of Jesus. A new grace, a new covering, a new power, a new favor follows us now in the name of Jesus. Let's celebrate Jesus this Sunday morning. Come on, let's celebrate Jesus this Sunday morning. Come on, shout hallelujah. Please be seated. You know, I don't want this message for you to be based on my eloquence or my ability to use words. The couple says that that the preaching and of the word should not be in the eloquence of a man. It should be based purely on the word of God. If I were you, anything you heard today, if, I, if it's God's word, believe it. Do the other said? what I used to do when I got born again, initially, anytime I read the word of God that makes promises, I immediately take it. I say, This is talking to me. You have no business with poverty. Poverty dies now in the name of Jesus.